Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big soft titty dot PNG. 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 Welcome to Big Soft Titty Up PNG. Hello, Tom. Hello, Demi. Hi. We're going to get married. Um, we just need to update people on that. Yeah. Because sometimes it seems like, you know, we're just roommates. Um, well, also, it could very well, like, we could have forgotten. That we could have gotten engaged yeah. and then been like, why am I wearing a ring? Yeah. Uh? Uh? And what's happening soon? Yeah. And mm. why? And why do I have the numbers of so many strange people in my phone? Yeah, God. I, mean, so I guess many. that's more about our wedding than than weddings. Yeah, normal weddings I think don't like make new connections in the face painting industry. But, our, but that's, I think that's going to be really nice to have. It will be just lovely. Um, I think that uh, normal weddings hire things like like our friends uh, hired a harp player, yeah, a harpist for yeah. their wedding, yeah, which they did it like shockingly late notice. Yeah, did they just like not have music and then think like, oh, we might need music for? No, they had like a speaker set up, and they were just gonna like play shit off of their phone through the speaker, you know? Yeah, sure, and uh, a lot, a lot easier for the harp person, I assume, because otherwise they got to carry their fucking harp there, and I don't know how you do that. I guess there's wheels on it. I genuinely think there's like a fucking crazy hardcore case that has wheels on it. Because like harps are, how do you even tune a harp? A harp is maybe the most inconvenient looking instrument that I can think of. It's fucking crazy. How does that get anywhere? And it has so many strings. So even if you take the strings off to transport it, it's like, okay, great. Now I got to spend three hours making sure that this goes instead of just gling, gling, gling. Oh, fuck, I only put one string in. They should sell you a harp with, like, that you can just add strings onto after you're done. Yeah. Like, they should sell you a harp that's, like, six strings. You go ahead. It's basically a guitar. Mm. We we price it down. Yes. And then you come back to the harp store with your harp, and they can knock a hole in it and put more strings in it you know whenever f- you're ready yeah. to play, like, cling. I agree. Mm. You know what the fuck else they should do? What? Because I don't know how to play a harp. No. Why don't you put the strings in the song's order? Yes, dude. Right? Yeah. Just make it the shape that is like, it plays like Super Mario 1-1. Yeah. And then anyone who wants to can can like play something else. But I'm just going to run my hand along that like I'm like, like I've got a stick and I'm walking by a fence and I'm just going to. Yes, I was going to say, I'm going to Freddy Krueger my way down that chain link fence, but Mm. it's a harp. Mm. And then just play. Fucking ode to joy. Oh my god, that's so smart. I know. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> I know it is. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, well, we should do that. Why don't we do that? Let's make a. If I had to guess, the things that are standing in our way are, are a complete lack of um, practical jars. proficiency. We could do it with bottles. We could do it with bottles where we fill them up with enough water that we can go. 
No, not blowing into it. We'll get like a dog to run past them with a stick tied to its back and it'll hit the bottles. That was my first genuine idea. I know. I know. I could tell. Maybe a, pi- a pig will run straight probably. What makes you think that a pig is more commandable than a dog? Pig races? You know they race dogs far more commonly and without incidents. But we, we don't have race dog money. I think we do have like Demi, race pig money. We don't have any, any money. money. No. Yeah. As far as you're aware, we have zero money and we can't buy anything ever. Okay? I just want to establish that. Because today... I'm going to check with somebody else. More fancy shoes showed up at the, uh, up at the house. Don't! I, I'm just saying... That's my money shoe. Shoe money moo. moo. Shoe money moo. Okay? I'm allowed to get pretty shoes. You are. Um, you They look really nice. They do look really nice. What? Oh, I just think they look great within the collection. Would you... Do you want to go through your purchases, Tom? No. Interesting. Well, it's not about me, you know? Why is it about me? Because I struck first, and so now... Yeah, I'll have to strike first next time. No, I just think that... uh, I I think that both of us need to never buy anything again. I like to do it. I know, me too. It feels good. It's fun to do, but, like, I've been doing the thing where I get rid of some stuff that we just haven't used in ages or sell it, Mm. sell stuff. Mm. You're not doing that. You're just acquiring more things. Yeah, because I'm bored. Mm. And sometimes I need to feel something. Sometimes I need to go ahead and like, cool. like... I'm your fiancé. Hi. Okay, whatever. All right. I was talking about me. Oh, sorry. And then you were talking about you. Weird. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Must need attention. I um, guess. But yeah, no, I... I it, not in a negative way, but you know, sometimes you're just sitting around and you're like, hmm, I need to solve a problem. And the problem doesn't have to exist. The problem can just pop into your mind like... We you have can... problems that need solving too. Absolutely. But they're but... not the fun problems to solve that you need when you're bored. Those are the kind of ones that you want to like, you actually need to think about and mm. like uh, send off an email about and you have to concentrate on the wording of the email. Even Whereas barely, yeah. if I decide that my problem is I don't have a torch and mm. what if the lights go out or yeah. what if I want a torch? Yes. You know, and if my I problem bought... is yeah. I don't have a torch... Yes, Pretty easily solvable. You get the torch. Yeah. Now you have a torch. Hey, you know what? That sounds pretty good. I bought a jackery. Yes. Now, uh, would you like to catch people up on what the jackery is? I would love to couch them up on what the jackery is. Um, it is basically... And why don't a, you get a little bit uh, hotter on that microphone as well? Because I've been listening back to the episodes and my plosives are crazy. Okay. But I've been looking at the waveforms and they're non you're non existent. Well in then them. we need we need windscreens on the mics. I mean, yeah, we definitely need windscreens on the mics. Well the last windscreens got so dirty. Yeah. Everything sucks. Okay. Anyway, well, you bought a jackery. I bought a jackery because I just really wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And I think what I told you was like, this will be useful for like when I have my birthday picnic. And then I realized there's really nothing I have to plug in for my birthday picnic. No. I just want the jackery really I didn't bad. challenge you on that because yeah. I was like, I guess she wants to really bring what a I'm, TV. Yeah, what I'm going to have to do is like buy a, nope. a, buy, <laughs> buy a boom box uh-uh. because I already have a portable speaker, but I can't use the jackery for that because it's. Like we don't need rechargeable. a boombox. We do for my birthday. Oh, I'm going to have to bring something fucking stupid to plug into the jackery to my birthday. I think we are the ex- exactly the same in that we look at a problem and we think to ourselves, what we need is to make this worse with older technology yeah. that breaks all the time. Exactly. Because that gives rise to a bunch of problems that you can solve by kind of concentrating at them. Yeah. And you don't need to think about the other stuff. Yes. Whereas a lot of the problems... Are just there. Yeah. But, you, but if... You Do know, I want to the- get to Canberra? I should buy a plane ticket. But what if I got a skateboard? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know? Hey, might not get me to Canberra, but I'm sure I can spend a few months optimizing that purchase. Yeah. Kind of thinking to myself, what? hey, you know what I need to get into? The Hurting skateboard myself. and boombox <laughs> yeah. review YouTube community. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I've, I div- I've done something that I think fun. Okay. Um... I haven't delved into chat GPT, really. Okay. What? You seem sad. No, I. that's a me problem. 
I have, I have a slight headache. And oh, so okay. I'm sorry. I uh, just am going to be allowing my face to slacken a little bit more than I usually okay. do. Okay. So um, I uh, – where the fuck – oh, there – what the fuck? Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> I <laughs> – Trying to figure out what you're looking at on your computer. I did. It's just, just it's all very confusing. <laughs> all of your browser tabs are just different little – you know when Photo Booth came out and you could yeah. set the camera to like the wibbly one and yeah. you could just look at yourself and go like, wow, we're crazy. What the fuck? That's fun? what I'm picturing every single tab on your browser is. Just yeah. you but like – What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? So um, I, haven't, I haven't been using ChatGPT yeah. and I thought like that seems like a waste. I think that I could really fuck with this robot. Mm. Um. This was my first idea, and it's the only one that I've done mm-hmm. ever on ChatGPT. Because uh, I'm actually part of it is that I'm like shy, to genuinely like shy. You don't want to to embarrass the robot or like ask it anything that it has to apologize for. Okay. Or I'm also worried that it's like gonna somehow like programmably get angry with me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's going to be snippy with me and then i'll sort of feel bad about myself and be like well i didn't have to talk to the robot you're having social anxiety with a chatbot yes okay yes um so what i said to (sighs) what's up just nothing nothing okay so what i wrote to don't be afraid to take up space okay so what i wrote to chat gpt was please write me a parody of of the song michael jackson's bad about getting your head stuck in the toilet Okay. So technically this is a head got stuck. Okay. Right? Sure. Well, would you like to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. Please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Your head's in a pickle, a water side. You tried to flush it down, but it just ain't right. You're wedged in there tight, can't move an inch. You're in a real mess, let's call it a cinch. Come on, come on, lay it on me, all right. What? You thought you were clever, thought you were rad, but now you're in trouble. Oh man, it's bad. Stuck in the porcelain, can't break free. This bathroom escapades a catastrophe. Huh. You reach for the plunger, but it's out of reach. Your friends outside, they're starting to screech. Your toilet bad, toilet bad, you huh. know it. You're in a jam, man. There's no way to show it. Your toilet bad, toilet bad. It's plain to see. Your head's in a bowl and you're not feeling free. Okay. <laughs> Got to admit, I wasn't a huge fan until your toilet bad. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Your toilet bad. Yeah. I mean, you are. That would... I don't know that I agree with the... I guess if you did have your head stuck in a toilet, it would be helpful to plunge the back of your own head. I guess. Like, if you could, st- if you were bald and you could stick the plunger to the back of your own head. But, yeah, I don't But know I don't that- think that the plunger is... that. It's not... Sir, that is not the intended use, is what I would be saying. I'm not feeling under threat. Yes. Is what I'm going to say about uh, our buddy ChatGPT. But it's an honour to see you collaborate with them in this format, Demi. Your toilet bad. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. And take it back. I'm sorry. Thank you. I do take it back. Well, what a beautiful uh, little bit of ChatGPT. I fucking, man, it's crazy. Did I tell you about the email I got from some kid? I got That's cool. I got an email from a kid asking me for help on his essay. What? Yeah. Then this like, is what you're doing to gorilla professors. I know. He was like, I'm a big fan and I'm just interested in your help on this essay. Um, and I, I just would really love you to help out because this is like, I'm, I'm writing an essay about you. What? Yeah. And then he was like, I love your work as the satirical newscaster, Jonathan Pye. <laughs> this dipshit kid had gotten the wrong Tom Walker. 
And also, <sighs> they'd gotten their, e- their the email off of my website, I think. So they'd done it while staring at my face. And that I don't... I, I look a bit like him in the white guy brown hair mm. stakes. But basically, this guy had emailed... Uh, a comedian who I have no respect for. Yes. Or uh, actor who like plays a character I and the no character's written by a comedian. Guy is, so the, the the whole character is uh, I'm a newscaster, but I'm actually going off script and I'm telling it like it is. And, and this I'm is doing your a, character. And yes. I'm doing an epic rant. This That's is not you. my character. I'm the other Tom Walker. The, I it's see. portrayed by a Tom Walker of uh, of of English extraction. I and see. he is so annoying to me. I hate everything he does. I okay. find it Is it mostly because so he has your... Yes. And he's more famous. Yeah. Yes. But thank God, Jonathan... And also it's the fact that one time I did a gig and they used his photo. <laughs> and he is so fucking haggard looking, dude. Like, really? Oh. Well, yeah. You know, look at this guy. No, don't, don't bother. All right. Um, but he just looks like me, like, plus two randomizers, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway... This kid was looking for advice on, like, you know, writing about satire. And I just replied to him being like, hey, man, actually, here, you know what? Let me find this email that I sent to him. About this child? Well, it wasn't about the child, but it was to the child. Yeah. They were like, I I can't remember what age they were. I think like 16 or something. Yeah. Um, And they sent me this email uh, that (laughs) their, their email was, Please, can you help a poor English student? Oh, my God. Dot, dot, dot. I'm a 17-year-old student from the UK studying in Armenia and have decided to write a 4,000-word essay on how you use literary techniques to convey a deeper political message. I need secondary source material and was wondering if you were free to do an interview or just respond to this email that I could quote in my essay where I'll paste the draft below under my signature. For one thing, an interview is primary source material dipshit. Yeah, dumb Um, fuck. Secondly, this is a 17-year-old, a student... Who uh, <laughs> has an has a has a signature that includes his LinkedIn profile? Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anyway, so he has wait—he's like, decided to do an essay. Yeah, I hope like there was an essay assigned, and they—I I believe it was like uh, assigned. But the this is such a crazy essay because looking at his like his citations, mm. um. So his first his first reference is the Cambridge Dictionary definition of satire. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. And then the second one is <laughs> a citation of a private conversation he had with ChatGPT. <laughs> and I emailed him back with, "Haha, what's up? Sorry, brother, you've got the wrong Tom Walker here. I'm an Australian comedian and mime. I don't know the other one." My one note is don't cite chat GPT, but that's because it's a sub Wikipedia slurry <laughs> of information. It's just all the scrapings of the web with no way to verify them. The info, the info you've got from there is fine, but at some point a real person said all those things and the large language model came by and logged it. And then when you came by and asked, it regurgitated that info. I reckon find the real person. So you're not saying, quote, a computer told me this guy is so cool. Good luck with the essay. I just Googled Armenia weather and it looks like you're in for a heat wave this week, so dress cool. Tom, are you okay? Yeah, is that not a fine email? To- That's It's an amazing email to send, but you didn't tell me about this until now. This was and like, you put like some effort into replying to this kid. This is no effort to me. This is no effort. You Googled weather in Armenia and you gave an opinion well, on using out- chat GPT and a description of how it works. Well, yeah, I just know those things. Yeah, and then you wrote them down for this kid. Yeah, whatever. Dumbass kid didn't reply. Oh, yeah, and I followed up with, um, <laughs> an hour later I sent, oh, also an interview is a primary source, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you thinking, oh, my God, Tom. This is in July. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You didn't tell me about this. No. Who else are you emailing that uh, I don't know about? Uh, the The one that's... Um, applicable to the podcast is... See, that's not what I asked, and that makes me think you are sending a lot of unnecessary emails. Well, I don't know that I'm sending many of them. I'm not really emailing, like, people who aren't, like, in academia. But I do have... uh, I did email someone for the podcast, if you'd like to hear that. Go ahead. So this is an email I sent um, after our 
episode where we talked about the study on the effect of a medical clown on IVF treatment. Okay, I'm still mad about it, but go ahead. I, know, I understand. I emailed uh, Professor Friedler, Professor Shevak Friedler, about uh, the study. Um, and I asked, basically... Did you let them know that I'm mad about them? No. Oh. No, I did not. Um it's uh, what I did was in some fo- uh, I asked them in some follow-up interviews it said you helped devise the routine drawing on your experience with mime and movement to create a routine where the clown played a chef de cuisine I was wondering if there was any record of the routine specifically either in a loose beat by beat or in a scripted form somewhere basically I'm interested in any information about the routine everything about it is fascinating to me um and then he replied Hi, dear Tom, thanks for your interest in my study. Unfortunately, due to the constraints of our ethical committee, the routine could not be filmed or recorded. The idea was to enter... Because then you'd be like, oh, the lady in the um, foreground of that is full of cum. Yep. Yeah. I just know that there's a lady there who wants to get pregnant. <laughs> somewhere, in that, somewhere in the frame, I can just sense it. As someone who wants to get pregnant. You look pregnant wanting. <laughs> the idea was to enter as a personage. The red-nosed clown did not work as well in this age group of women. So the chef de cuisine was developed who enters the patient's space after the embryo transfer. Don't say that. Don't say they enter the patient's space, please. He excuses himself and asks the patient the dish she ordered from his restaurant. And from there, things developed. <laughs> it was based on the local sense of humor. In Hebrew, of course. The exact details are not so important as long as you maintain a good eye contact and good ambiance. That's very cagey. Yes. To me. I did find footage of the routine. (laughs) 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 Despite him saying that it was not recorded because of the ethics committee, there is like a fucking Swedish or Norwegian news channel who went in and recorded Shevak just, uh, not Shevak, fucking this other guy uh, who I've also emailed but hasn't gotten back to me. um, Him just doing the rounds Talking to these sloshy ladies. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Shlomi Algusi. I, okay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but he was the clown who made the rounds. Right. And he, there's footage of him doing it. It's basically him doing like fucking close up magic uh, to women who are lying in bed. That would be so. I just. Can't, He's leaning over quite close to the women I can't as they're stress lying enough down. how fucking annoying and off putting that would be to me. Yes. Well. You know what? Would you like a quick Professor Smarthead staying in the world of the medical clowns? Go ahead. Okay, well, it's time for Professor Smarthead. Evidence. Nine. Seven. The square root of pi. Conclusions. Albert Einstein. Using evidence to come to conclusions. Marie Einstein. Confirmed. White jacket. Professor Smarthead's podcasting university. You're here. Right. Uh, this is the segment where I go through a, an academic article and relay it to Demi. In this case, well, we're going back to the world of medical clowns I and IVF. I know, I know. This was a public episode, right? The medical clown? I believe so, okay, yeah. Okay, good. Um, so this they did a study in the same Israeli IVF facility mm-hmm. uh, and they did a fo- kind of a follow-up to the clown study. Hey. Right, a uh, different person helming it, uh, and also I didn't know this, but the reason that these studies are done in Israel is because Israel is kind of like a world-leading thing with IVF because Israeli citizens under forty-five get free IVF for up to two children. What? Yeah, they want to wow. make Jews. Oh, okay. You understand? I see. Um, so there were three groups in this study: <sighs> clown group. They had a who had a live quote personalized medical clown intervention film group. Who oh, ex- an MCI. Yep. Yeah, they had a quick MCI. I'm yep. scheduled for an MCI. Looks at, looking down at your chart, it actually looks like you're due for ten MCIs in a row. Oh, good. Yeah, we want to check if there's any point where these become unhelpful for the <laughs> IVF. Um, a film group where they would see not a live clown, but would instead just enjoy a film of the same clown. Ah! 
just addressing a nurse who held a camera at her eye level in the same chair that the woman was POV, sitting in. Yeah. They were getting a POV. They would wheel a TV in and you would watch a POV film as if you were watching the clown. Oh my god. And the control group who would receive no clown at all. <laughs> <laughs> the poor, poor, desperate control group. The clownless women of Israel. <laughs> uh, the routine. Name of the episode, by the way. <laughs> the clownless women. Yes, please write um, it down. Uh, okay, so the visit, which lasted for about 10 minutes, uh, included a routine that was suitable for adults and developed especially for this study. The routine included jokes. Yeah, not a lot of children getting IVF, huh? No. Getting a lot of children from IVF. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, it is, isn't it? Well, good thing we don't do it to kids because we don't want to get adults. Uh-uh. Uh, the routine included jokes and magic tricks performed on a personalized, interactive basis by the clown, dressed as a chef de cuisine personage. How is it Without a red nose. You don't know them. He is saying things like, hello, and he, <laughs> he's doing basically crowd work. Like, he's he's interacting with them and kind of doing the same bits, uh, but as a one-on-one clowning thing. <laughs> The film was shown on a 29-inch flat-screen television mounted on a hospital cart. Oh, my God. Slightly above eye level to the woman sitting in the armchair. <sighs> so, oh, she's in an armchair. That's right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Put a towel down. Okay. They probably do that as part of the procedure. They probably just, suede. like, staple, staple a towel to the woman. Ah, yes. That'd be funny if the IVF was so advanced that they were so focused on everything else, but then they forgot to get like non-suede furnishings. So yeah. you just had these obvious stains. <laughs> <laughs> um, dog bed couch. Hospital. <laughs> uh, half of the clown group said that the clown helped their anxiety uh, a 10 out of 10. Gave it gave the helpfulness of the clown a 10 out of 10. It what made I'm getting me- is this clown was hot. He's not. He's not? I can show you a picture of him, but he's just like a regular... I don't want to say a regular clown, but picture like uh, a is Israeli comedian and you've pretty much got him. I don't. I literally can't. Okay, well, that's what he looks like. And then he draws uh. on a small like pencil-thin mustache <laughs> to play the chef de cuisine. Weird glasses on that guy. Weird glasses. Um... In the clown group, more than half of the comments were extremely enthusiastic. Would you like to hear some examples of the comments? Yeah, I'd love to hear the extremely enthusiastic comments. I really enjoyed the medical clown. (laughs) It distracted me for a few minutes and I laughed a lot. Amazing. (laughs) For the few minutes with him, brackets, the clown. Ah! (laughs) I didn't even think for a moment about the pain or the treatment. And then some, some comments were more moderate, uh... Thanks for the idea. <laughs> Ten minutes with the clown. Hey, wait a... Okay. I see what you were going for. Wow. Or do I? Impressive thoughts. Uh, it surprised me pleasantly. <laughs> and only two women noted the ex- that the experience was not positive. So there are only two honest women in this study. That is my feeling. Yes. And also I don't think that the study was very well explained to them. It wasn't explained that they were there to only assess the clown. Uh, hello. Ah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> don't worry, you need 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, thank you for the good intentions, but I don't connect. And... Since I feel uncomfortable in such situations, it is difficult for me to express any opinion. Thank you. Uh, and one person, the two, two negative thoughts came from the film study, which were, personally, I don't feel the need. For me, this is a time to rest. <laughs> and the film disturbed me and isn't necessary. A lot of the comments were very general, not relating to the film, but only to the IVF unit itself. Uh-huh. For example, they would say, the care and attitude in the unit are excellent. Uh-huh. I like all of the medical staff very much. The medical medical staff. Yeah, which I assume, I think from their perspective, probably doesn't include the clown. I don't think so, no. I'm going to go ahead and kindly omit the 10 minutes of clown from my <laughs> proceedings because I basically think I'm doing like a customer review. <laughs> I'm doing a Yelp review of the place that just popped a fucking sperm in me. Yes. And I want them to think that I like this. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't want to be negative thank here because that'd be bad karma. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you for the cum. Oh, yay! The cum I loved. You say you talk a lot about the cum because then you don't have to talk about how you didn't really care for the clown. But yeah. They, hopefully, they read between the lines. Complimenting the cl- the cum is exactly like complimenting your friend's uh, play on its lighting. Yeah, on its lighting, yeah. yeah. Or like, oh, I love. Uh, oh, your painting. I love the frame. Yeah. Yep. One limitation of the present study was the fact that the clown and the film were offered only in Hebrew. While all subjects had at least a minimal knowledge of the language, Mm. some were Arabic or Russian speakers. So for some of the clown group, they simply had a man come in and speak to them in a language they couldn't really understand while showing them, like, foam balls. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, they did find that physiological and emotional responses were more favorable favorable to a clown than to humorous television exposure. But I will say, I don't think you are putting your best foot forward by providing as, for the film, a film of the clown. Yes. I think that you know that you could have done something other than that. Yes. For example... Make the TV available to the woman. Mm. <laughs> hey, you know what? You get to watch whatever you like. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and I'm pregnant. <laughs> I want to put on makeup right now. <laughs> Why do we keep letting Lady get pregnant? <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. I mean... Here's the thing. I, I think just somebody went so wrong in the study. I feel like I said something similar to this last time, so sorry if I'm beating a dead horse, but mm. um, I just hate this damn horse. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't believe it's dead. But someone's like, I think women having a nice time mm. would make it better for them to get pregnant. Yes. It, but it, then you've introduced a clown, which is so... It's so like of a certain mind, like that's how you met this. It come, the idea comes from a clown lover. It yes. doesn't come from an impartial party. It it comes from you know what they always say. There are two types of people in the world. Yes, you're a woman understander or you're a clown lover. Yes, and this comes from someone who does not understand that. Uh, I think there are that there would be something more relaxing. Yeah, and probably closer to hand. Than the medical clown. There are better ways to please a woman. <laughs> hey, now I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a choice between the medical clown yeah. or this steampunk contraption that'll finger you crazy. Mm. Actually, they probably wouldn't like that. No, because I bunch think they've had some to stuff them. happen to them. But um, again, a massage. Yeah, a massage, a fucking like just some nice music. Yeah. I don't know, a warm big... blanket. All right, we're going to take a break, enjoy the ads, or if you're on the Patreon, enjoy the theme song. Yeah. See you in a sec. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities 
abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Because women love to look at, like, that, that's the thing that I. A, a muscular, a man's a muscular hand. That's the one thing that I understand from, like, Seeing, seeing on Twitter, people pe- people, being, people be yeah. thirsty over guys. guys is hands. there like I like to? Oh, uh, it's so cool when a guy has a hand. Yeah, there's. I that's actually something that like through reading really shitty fan fictions to try and amuse myself. Mm. Like you know, like this <laughs> this broad is crazy. Yeah. Um, and like uh, stuff for the podcast. There's a lot of he adjusted his wristwatch or mm. he, you know, he fixed his sleeves and there's like a lot of attention paid to that. And I'm like, sounds like he's a fidgety bitch. <laughs> like, I can get it right the first time. He shifted from side to side sexily and coyly avoided eye contact. Okay, that doesn't sound, he doesn't sound confident. I watched his knuckles flex over his fidget spinner. Oh, yeah. God damn it. ADHD Draco Malfoy. Oh, no. You know it's there. Of course it is. I haven't read it, but I know it's there. Yeah, I know. Spend a um, lot of time looking for that dumb shit. And it never, like, it's like it's, all, it's too kind of, like, yucky to make content about, but it amuses me so much. Yeah, that's something for you just off the pod. Yeah. You just like doing that. Yeah. And I understand. It's funny when people are horny and trying to be creative about it. It is really funny. It's really, really funny. It's, it's funny. It's so funny. It's funny to be so horny you have to, like, write it down. Yeah. I'm so horny I made up more horniness. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm I'm not – this isn't a full into the Cosmo. Yeah. But I just wanted to say I was looking into uh, my new best friend Jill. Mm. Her um, – I just oh, – man, there's just some really cool – titles that she has for her sex and relationships articles. I think these were on the most recent premium. Yes. Yeah. Um, but just we this. Episode, we, we first met Jill. She's very good at um, titles as well. Nine Triceratops sex positions that are roaringly delightful. Oh, what? I didn't know Triceratops was a sex position. No. But it appears to be. So the classic Triceratops is like basically you're doing stand-up doggy style and you're holding the bending down person's Stand-up doggy style? Yeah. Comic the insult triumph dog? Huh? <laughs> As I remember, he was wearing a little jacket. <laughs> and not to, don't forget his cigar. <laughs> now that's just good. Okay. <laughs> now that's just fun. Take it back. Okay, so Triceratops style is just standing from they've, behind. Well, they've got the fun... They've, they've got the fun pictures that are all in a very specific style in Cosmo in this yeah. day of age. It's these ones. Yeah, they're the kind of the, – they're that corporate style that we all know. Corporate style. Although there is like in, – in trying to make it look like the person behind is thrusting, it does kind of look like he's doing a fart. To me, no, because it's like straight outlines, it looks to me like he's got a shiny ass. Oh, yeah. No, actually, that's shiny. a good point. I guess it's because like the – the pink, the dink yes. that's coming at the movement lines yeah. are brown, that mm. it makes me think of a fart. The, certainly. Um, they also, it's that corporate style where they're like, they, they do like, okay, the first three pictures are going to be classic lady and guy. Mm. And then the next couple is going to be two dames. And wow. one of them has, even though there's no other details on the body, we're putting stretch marks on there because it's inclusive. Yep, 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 yep. And then yep, yep. some of them are going to be a little bit chubby. Wow. Not even that much though. Yeah, right. Because we want to be horny about the sex. Uh-huh. I love being horny about the sex. The the classic Triceratops is that. There's the sleeping Triceratops. Okay, if I had to guess, that's going to be it, but like on the floor? Yes. Okay. That's right. There's the flying Triceratops, which is a pterodactyl. Okay. Which is, um, and don't grab their hands, grab their elbows and their hair. 
Okay. And go crazy. All right. So there's a bunch of triceratops. There's the trihorn. It's like really put the tri in triceratops by adding a lady's pussy. What? To the front of it. Make, make get a lady to come have a threesome. Fuck you as, just have a threesome. That's not a sexual's position. It's not a sexual's position. That's right. It's not. That's a whole fucking commitment. It is. The lady is not just for one position. Exactly. This is my like. A puppies aren't just for Christmas yes. talk. Yes. <laughs> she's going to still be there. She's going to be there and she's going to be like, anything else uh, for me? Or Jill's still hanging out, dude, after she gets lacklusterly eaten out by someone who's preoccupied with being plowed. Yeah, basically you're just having someone's nose hit you in the clit every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Inquisitive dog style. <laughs> she got really doggy style. Yeah. Um, the kneeling triceratops. Whatever. Yeah. Basically, the Triceratops, all it seems to be is you grab their hands and they're facing away from you. There was also a really cool, um, so there's the role reversal where it's like, hey, whoever usually does the bumming, you do it instead. No. And then there's the leapfrog, which is not a Triceratops. Mm. But look how cool this position is. Look what the okay. lady's doing. That is a, oh, my God. <laughs> now, Demi, that is... A man, uh, the drawing I'm looking at is a man on his knees mm-hmm. and he's kind of like in, I would say, the normal doggy position. Yes. And then the woman is she's doing a goblin. Like a, she yeah, is, she's a goblin she casting is, a spell. She is doing like a full squat There's and like her a, hands are out in front yes. of her and she is basically going, yeah. Like she, she's casting a spell with her fingers. She's doing like a slab squat, leaning forwards and going, Crazy. Anyway, I really like that. The wheelbarrow, also not a triceratops. God damn um, it, they fucking love the wheelbarrow. They really love it. The the double truple? Okay. Which do, which I think is just a typo. Okay, fair enough. And it, also a lot of it seems to be about <laughs> nine, the double truple. Leave no hole unfilled. If you're being penetrated anally, have your partner use their free hand to finger you or use another dildo to mimic, mimic double p- penetration, says more. Or you can have it the other way. While your partner penetrates you vaginally, they can put their finger on your anus mm. <laughs> or use a vibrating butt plug for mind-blowing O's. What, are we in a hurry? <laughs> are we in a fucking hurry to finish the or- the article? We can't just spell out orgasm? God I damn just, it. Just, just with the leapfrog. Yes. The receiving partner squats down with their feet on the floor rather than kneeling, says Tatiana Diachenko. Dye- what therapist. I want to do is... Essentially, gatekeep getting fucked. Yes. Because this is available to a very small portion of the Western audience. Yeah. She says, basically, you squat like a frog, but like a sexy in-control frog. Huh. I Mm. see. Yeah. See, the thing about it being leapfrog, this, like, the. Eventually, you're going over. I guess, but like the the name for it is Froggy Style, right? Right. We don't need because there's no. You're not finishing, and then like, okay, now do me, and like <laughs> pushing down hard on her on her head and going, <laughs> jumping all the way over. <laughs> your wet cock scraping along the back of her neck and then hitting her in the back of the head. Now do me. Now do me. Yay! Yay! Jesus <laughs> Christ! Turn. Yeah. Oh. Well, Demi. That, what a wonderful little uh, non-into-the-cosmo trip into the Cosmo that was. Yeah. Do you want a segment from me? Yes. First off, we have a, a brief listener mailbag. Yay. Yay. I got a brand new piece of mail that I want you to read. I think that we should get together and see what these words mean. I've been staring at it a while and I realized I can't read, but I got a brand new piece Thank you to Dr. Jeb for that theme song. Um, here is the first email we have. Uh, this one is sent in from Joseph. Okay. Just got an ad telling me to get my flu vaccine at Gerb, and I can't find anything called Gerb. <laughs> Do what you will with that info, but I had to let someone know. So, I guess 
If you know what GURB is, yeah. let us know. Please let us know what GURB is. If I you're don't... affiliated with GURB, if you've heard of GURB. Please, any GURBers out there, let us know where to locate you so we can get our vaccines. And also, whatever vaccines are at GURB, just head over there and stock up, everybody. Yeah, just get some vaccines from GURB, if you can find it. Yep. Uh, now, that was sent in. I think they meant to have the podcast the, the the subjects uh be podcast ads however it has been sent in as podcast asd oh no um which actually does bring us to the other uh portion of the emails which is thank you everybody for your many emails diagnosing demi with autism thank you i will i will now read a short sample yep. of one yes uh this is <laughs> okay here we go go ahead uh this is a follow-up because I started listening to the new episode immediately after I sent the last email, seeing as I was already in a bsc.png state of mind, and now I have to add some shit. I am autistic, and even <laughs> received a whole-ass diagnosis from a doctor to that end, at the age of 27 or something like that, even. So here's some Professor Smarthead shit for you. Demi, after listening to your entire podcast, it is my expert opinion that you have what we call a lot of autism. <laughs> I, it goes on, this email, it continues for 1,167 more words. Oh, and you say that you are autistic also? And what is your hyperfixation? I'd love to know. We're not making fun of you, that's just really funny. It is. Thank you very much for the email. That is that is one small portion, but the, the phrasing... <sighs> A lot of autism. That's yeah. Is just so perfect. Yeah. I needed to read Same that out. Fake. I won't be reading out the the rest of the quite genuine uh, diagnostic email. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody. It's. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's useful for me to know, but I sure yeah. do know it. And also, I'll go ahead and say this: Don't do this to any other podcast. <laughs> no, you've no, done you it, can to, do us. it to us. Don't you fucking do this to don't anyone do, else. Don't do it to anybody right? else. Mark Maron doesn't need you emailing in. Actually, I would love that. He really annoys me. Email oh. him and tell him he's autistic. He would fucking hate that. He would get really mad, yeah. Oh, uh, God. Not autistic. <laughs> Not autistic. Hey, autisterinos. Um, we have another email here that I'll just end us out on because I do have another segment I want to get to. Uh, this one comes to us from Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hi. Hello. Hi. I was listening to another podcast the other day. Oh, okay. Fuck you, fuck, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck, you. fuck off. Fuck you. Why? We're not good enough. We hate you, we hate you, we, we hate you. We have more than one episode. Listen to the rest. Kate Lister. And if you have listened to the rest, listen to them again. Yeah. Start again. Kate Lister's excellent sex history podcast, Betwixt the Sheets, and mm-hmm. thought you'd appreciate this. Okay. I have uh, followed this podcast as a result of this email, but I haven't listened to any episodes yet because okay. I got it today. Uh, in an episode about the history of lubes, they briefly discussed... Gun oil, a lube brand aimed at men, if you couldn't work out from the very manly name. It was invented by a U.S. Army veteran. (laughs) Veterans just need something to do. They do. And it always turns out to be like a Kickstarter or a a small business. Veteran products often are like putting manly stuff on stuff so guys who either did serve or don't serve can like get get their masculinity fixed. Yeah, or putting the American flag on something. Yes, uh, during one of the recent wars in Iraq or Afghanistan, I forget which, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, he and his colleagues used an ammo shack as a designated wanking space. Nice. And used actual gun oil as a lubricant. I thought this would be something you would enjoy laughing at. That is absolutely horrible. You don't like the idea of someone wanking with gun oil? That is atrocious. <laughs> it's a bit too on the nose, isn't it? Do, don't you? Don't, that wouldn't. That. Ooh. It feels like it would be um, caustic in some... I guess not. I mean, it's oil, but come on. Don't put your prick in it. I I would think that... It would have a smell, wouldn't it? I don't think I I need to jerk off with lube. And maybe that's just me being like, who am I? The Prince of Thebes? But you have... Who, who am I? Royalty? You have a foreskin, though, and a lot of American guys don't. Oh, fuck, that's true. And so maybe they do need lube, but I would think that that kind of lubricant, and it is lubricant, Yeah. not not for your wee-wee, mm-hmm. but it is lubricant, so, like, I, 
I would just think that because it's oil mm. and not like a water-based type thing that, I don't know, maybe you're going to get like dick pimples. Yes. Right? I Like if you, like say you used olive oil, I would even think then like you'd probably get, I know that back in the day gay men would use Crisco as yeah. lube because it was cheaper than like actual lube. Yeah. But it still seems like, aren't you just going to get like a fucking rash or a pimple? Are you saying that these guys who enlisted in the US Army might have not, not have the best like long-term risk assessment? Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, otherwise, more interestingly, I don't know if it's more interesting. It's already plenty interesting. There's an ancient Japanese recipe that uses boiled seaweed to make lube. Oh. Which is also a natural spermicide. Really? Yeah. Kind of I mean, cool. natural spermicides are usually like, yeah, they don't like this, but don't use it only. Yeah. Hey, just so you know, this works good if you're in like the 1700s. Yeah, and pretty much only then. Yeah. Don't rely on it. Because the whole world is also an infanticide. Yeah. Like it is. <laughs> yeah. The whole world is still very cruel to children. Yes. So that you, you're not going to have to have many of them. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want, but also don't don't rely on the seaweed. Yeah. To standard and goal. Anyway, thank you everybody for those emails. And Thomas also signs off uh, saying, cheers tremendously for doing the podcast. Um, I'm working my way through all of your episodes on Patreon up to episode 231 so far. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we've done a lot of Patreon episodes, haven't we? Uh, I don't think that's the amount of Patreon episodes that we've done, but... No, I... we still have. Okay. All right. <laughs> we, we still have. It's true. Um, I also have gone to Gun Oil. Mm-hmm. The wonder. Have you got something in your eye? I do. Yes. Oh no! I thought perhaps I'd done something interesting, and you were winking at me. No, I have something in my eye. Okay. Do you want to use your hand to scrape it out, or are you just going to keep winking? I, my hand isn't going to help it. I'm okay. going to wink it until it gets out. Great. Uh, I'm on gunoil.com mm-hmm. to check to the for the ambassadors. There okay. are a lot of big, sexy men who use gun oil. One of them is called Coty Young. C O T Y. Uh, it is, I'll say this, it's a lot less heteronormative than I would have expected from really? like a uh, veteran-backed lube yeah. business. Um, there's a, a lot of... Hey, we can be the F-word now in the army. <laughs> well, yeah, they can tell. Yeah. And they can ask. You probably shouldn't ask. Don't anyway, ask. Uh, I did want to show you just that gun oil does come in a bottle that is tr- uh, designed to look like a bullet. <laughs> Not even that much like a bullet. It is a huge whiff, honestly. Kind of a bullet, they've, sort of. They've ch- kind of almost. made it look a little bit almost like a bullet. Almost, but probably because of just like health and safety, they haven't been able to give it that, like quite that bullety shape. Well, yeah, because it's otherwise... It's kind of bullet-shaped-ish. There's a risk that someone might put an actual... Fall down bu- on it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get down crack on it, it get in. shot. Yes. Yeah. They didn't even make it like silver or gold I pulled or a, I put a bullet up my butt and then I sat down really hard and the bullet... Went, went bang and it went up into went my bang, butt. Went up into my butt and then in my brain. Mm-hmm. I got butt bullet. And that's how I died, St. Peter. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. Well, uh, uh, I asked for your name. <laughs> uh, first right for guys who get to... I mean, Sir, technically the- it says here you died in battle. <laughs> so the question was, is that your signature? <laughs> oh, man, what a fucking old-timer. Anyway, uh, that was the listener emails. Thank you, everybody, for sending those in. I have here one last segment. Danny. Go ahead. May I? Yeah. Oh, good. I'd really like that. Well, We're one... both in pain. <laughs> so yeah, we are, aren't segment. we? God, it does suck to have a headache. Yeah. I think my problem is I drank too much caffeine. And it gave you a headache? Yeah. I think that's where I'm at. <sighs> or maybe, like, I don't know if creatine does that. I'm back on the creatine. Maybe. If it's only happening now that you're back on the creatine, maybe. I think maybe I had a bit too much creatine also. I I used to get a headache when I would have creatine, but I used to have way too much of it because it was funny. See, I just had way too much of it because it was funny. Ah. Well, not because it was funny, but because like like one way of taking it is to do like 20 grams a day for a week and then go to a normal dose. I see. And that has me being like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do this (laughs) because my head hurts now. It could be any of the stuff that you've done wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That made it feel bad. It's still not as bad as when I was taking creatine before and being like, man, this sucks. I know it's supposed to be like good for, you know, your exercise regime, but creatine is really kind of making me feel bad. And then Mm -hmm. I checked on the creatine had gone off like four years ago. Yes. Yes. It's like, oh. And you get mad at me for eating like month old hummus. 
I don't think I'm. I think I've done that once with the creatine. And you do eating the month old hummus with stunning regular. I had to take the month long, month old hummus away from you after you discovered that it was a month old hummus. Huh? Okay. What are you talking about? Did this- you like, did you start like speaking to a mouse in your pocket or something? Cause I did not hear that. What you right. said. Well, sorry. That's really weird. Don't worry about it. Mousy. Um, this segment does not have a theme, but oh, it's a cherished part of the Big Soft Titty universe. It's time for what did my Google alert about poop bring us? Yeah. I love my Google alert about poop. Yep. Uh, first off, there is. There's the first title of I Love Lucy. Hmm. I can understand why that didn't keep. What's Google? <laughs> I just call it Lucy. <laughs> Initially, we were going to make. Lucy, a, a large company, but that too, it would prove too difficult to shoot. We made it a red-headed woman instead. Much easier to fit into frame. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I have from my Google email about poop is GOP. Well, Gulp. and we all know what that is. Yeah. New Jersey GOP candidate who smeared poop on daycare blames Obama. Hey, me too, brother. State Assembly candidate Joseph Viso Jr. admits to the gross crime, but as a caveat, points out that Obama came into office the year before. <laughs> this is a guy who smeared poop on the doors of a daycare center. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Obama. He was also he's also been convicted previously of a bunch of drug and gun charges. Okay. Uh Given two years of probation in 2019 after being charged in 2014 with possessing a a sawed-off shotgun near a school, uh, possessing a gun while committing a crime, and multiple drug offenses. Uh, They raided my house and found a gun in my house, he he explained. Oh. I live near a school. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Uh, In in 2009, he smeared fecal matter on the doors of a children's daycare centre in East Rutherford. Was it his? Uh the daycare center or the feces? The feces. You know what? I don't know. I They don't actually clear up whether it was his poop or perhaps a dog poop. Mm. I would think guy like this, it's up in the air. Yeah. Because he doesn't strike me as the person kind of guy who would, you know what? He would probably have a dog. It'd be a really shitty dog. Really bad dog, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he probably would have it available to him. Yeah. And he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to like bag up his own poop. No, but maybe he didn't bag it up. Yeah. Could have just done it into a glove or a paper towel. That's true. Um, Viso had a dispute with the daycare center, which was next to his business, and he told the Globe that daycare employees harassed my men every day. They had cars ticketed every time my men parked on a side street. I don't know that that's something that the daycare center has the power to do. No. But at some point, he said he decided to get even by smearing poop on the handles and locks of the childcare facility. <laughs> After the investigating officer told Viso that there was video evidence of his poop smearing, he apologized and said, I'm not proud of what I did. <laughs> now that I'm caught. Yeah. Uh, it, he told the Globe he later cleaned up the dookie stained doors. It was done before anyone got hurt. He said, I'm not going to defend it. I was a young man. It was a horrible time and I made a mistake. Viso, 52. <laughs> said... Obama came into office the year before. Oh. Mm. Uh, okay. he, when he says okay. he was a young man, he was 39. Yeah, all right. So, okay. 39. <laughs> hey, who hasn't been there? <laughs> Just a fun, a fun peek into the world of American politics. Just a fun peek into the type of guy you can be. Yeah. Really? I'm a I'm physically conservative. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other stuff? Uh as it seems more seems more freaking democratic with smearing poop. Uh. Uh. Oh. Uh and then the other poop story I have for you is mm. Custom Caesar's box of giraffe poop at Minnesota Airport. Mm-hmm. They found some poop and they seized it. <laughs> and after they seized it, they Tookst it. <laughs> After they tookst it, they eats it. The passenger arrived at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport from Kenya on September 29th. Uh, Sir, um, can you just step out of line? It's it's about the box of... My box of giraffe shit! 
Why, uh, anything you can say to me, you can say to the books. <laughs> the passenger declared... Obama got in last year. <laughs> I don't like... Hmm. Sir, I don't know if you understand the framing of what you're saying, but that's very <laughs> offensive. No, it's not. No. The pas- there, are, there are some very tall doors I need to defile. <laughs> so I thought I'd get the tallest shit yeah. that I could find. We need to wipe this onto uh, some cathedral doors. The passenger declared giraffe feces, which is freaking so random. Freaking so fucking. <laughs> Do you have anything to, cl- to declare? Giraffe feces, uh, monkey spoon. Yes, yes. The passenger declared giraffe feces and stated she had obtained the droppings in Kenya and planned to make a necklace. Yay. That's Crafts. A, that's wonderful, dear. Hmm. We're sending you back for being too quirky. Hey. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) The traveller said she had previously used moose feces, or feces, to make similar jewellery at her home in Iowa. Why? Hey, why? Gotta do something. Have you heard of beads? Have you heard of charms? Yeah. Not everything needs to be used for something. Yeah, and not everything needs to be made out of shit. Poops can just be poops. Sometimes. Sometimes. There's actually better things to do with poops, even. Like if you were doing it with trash that doesn't biodegrade, I think I'd understand. But poops can be good for grass. Yeah, make something out of like plastic. Right. Uh, the agency's agriculture specialists seized the box and the excrement was destroyed via steam sterilization, which I think is going to be an agency lie because obviously they ate it. Obviously they ate it. Oh, they ate it. They ate it. After they took it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. What's that you're bringing in? Hmm? Delicious mm-hmm. box of giraffe poop, is it? She's, oh, goodness. She's like nervously sucking on her necklace while they're interviewing her. <laughs> hey, Jerry, it looks like this little lady thought she was going to get this big box of giraffe feces pastas. Oh, really? He's putting his napkin into yeah, his... Yeah, it's a lobster bib. Into <laughs> <laughs> the collar of his shirt. Hmm. Uh, they go on to say there is a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the boo, US. Boo! We want to talk about poo-poo and caca. Yeah. And they go on to say that one of the reasons you can't bring ruminant animal feces into the US is that you need a veterinary services pervert. Pervert? Oh, my God. I said veterinary pervert. Veterinary pervert. No, no. Oh, no. Ha-ha. <laughs> I meant permit. Uh, the agency note Permit. <laughs> Uh, the agency noted Kenya experiences African swine fever, <laughs> classical swine fever. <laughs> <laughs> that same great taste. Oink. Fucking hell. Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vesicular disease. A lot of pig stuff. A lot of pig stuff. Pig and swines. Um, and that's just. A, a beautiful little story uh, that also led me to find out that people make necklaces out of giraffe poop. They'll fucking make necklaces out of any fucking shit and thing. That's true. I think necklaces have a very low barrier to entry. If you want to, s- if yeah. you're like a person who wants to have the world's worst business idea, yeah. necklaces are super easy to make. I They're just saw, a string and some crap. Yeah, I saw a Facebook marketplace. Like, this was just in the wild. I was on Facebook marketplace. Yeah. I saw a lady selling her handmade necklace uh-huh. and she was like, yeah, I made this out of um, fabric scraps. Mm. Oh, it, was, what? it was just three strips of brown fabric <laughs> that she tied around her neck and she was selling it for $10. Fucking hell, dude. We can tell how much labor went into that. Yeah. And don't, if you want to charge me 10 bucks, don't tell me it's scraps. No. God damn it. That's so annoying. So stupid. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. It happens all the time, though, I feel like. With with just necklaces, you can find someone on Marketplace just being like, I found some stuff and now it's jewellery. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's just still stuff. You it's found- just, You can put it up yeah. there. Or you, like, went to Kmart. I can go to Kmart yes. and buy the crap you used. I think that jewellery is obviously- Hey, anything can be jewellery. Yeah. But then it has to be worn again for it to actually be jewellery. Yes. You know? And a lot of the times, something's just worn once. Yep. If that, the person who made it will be like, yep, I did my little art. <laughs> and that's fine. Go ahead, do that. Yeah. But don't fucking list it on Facebook Marketplace. Just leave it alone. Facebook Marketplace is for, 
I don't know, seeing what hobbies men have had to drop since the divorce. Yeah, or looking at the funny pictures of people trying to take a photo of a mirror. Oh, my God, they're so good. I love the ones where it looks like they're trying to dodge out of frame as the flash goes off. Yeah. That's really good to I me. I like the one where they like know they're in frame, but they don't know what face they make when they're taking a photo. Oh, yeah. Really good. Just take it from an angle. Yeah. Why is it that hard? Because the rest of the shed is full of nude men. And where is the shed? Around the mirror. I have to go to the mirror. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to BigSubTitty.png. Hello. Would love to see the mirror in situ. <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. See you later in the week on the Patreon for the ad-free bonus episode, as well as the ad-free this episode that you just finished listening to. Uh, Thank you for hanging out. Goodbye. Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.